are Bert and Jackie. Jackie and Bert. Nice. Nice. Job. <laughs> okay, way to start off. We and you are listening to Showtime with Jackie and Bert. You need to prepare I your co-star. And I'm Jackie. And this is our fourth and final episode of our Mandalorian first season re-review. Rewatch. Rewatch. First time review. Rewatch. Re-review. Same difference. Point is, we're covering the last two episodes of the first season. Today it is October 31st when we're recording. Ooh. One day after the second season starts. So we are. what better way to celebrate that than to go over the last bit of show before the... Yeah. 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 High energy. High energy. Yeah. So we haven't watched any of season two yet. No, so not yet. Don't spoil us yet, but we'll probably start. We'll at least start tomorrow. Yes. I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're so. super excited about that. So, uh, yeah, the, the, we watched the last two episodes of the first season uh, called The Reckoning and uh, Redemption, I think, respectively. Um, episodes seven and eight. And uh, they were, um, they are linked as a in terms of a story. One's pretty much uh, it's direct sequel to the other, uh, and it's kind of knit into the whole um, overarching storyline after three filler episodes. Um, and it concerns uh, the chickens coming home to roost, so to speak. There are chickens in this show. Just chicken eggy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 a, a major showdown between uh, Mando and then it's all the client. Anyway, so uh, yeah, and uh, we reunite with uh, some of the characters we saw earlier on in the series, uh, and uh, it's 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 a fun time, very fun and adventurous. Uh, experience so um what did you think bay yeah i mean uh the the final episode i think i liked a lot the one before that i don't really remember what happens <laughs> uh since we watched them or well we've been watching them in pairs this time around it can be difficult to yeah. differentiate uh what happens when but some highlights for me from the episodes definitely were um the I have spoken dude yeah. finally gave some baby Yoda some freaking food. Quill <laughs> gave him some uh, yes quill something to snack on because this child is under undernourished underfed. Yeah, so that was nice. Uh, uh, if, if you haven't watched the episodes, then you know I'm about to spoil you, so stop. But um, I was very upset this the first time and this time to see uh, Quill die. Yeah, um, I just feel like he was this chill guy that. Just was retired, yeah. hanging out, chilling out. He did his duty. He did, he did a lot of suffering in the past. And then this is the way he has to go. It's it's in, in an honorable way, sure, sure. Protecting baby Yoda, but it's like not fair. And I guess life is not fair sometimes, but that doesn't mean I have to be okay with this. So Yeah, it was it was it was kind of abrupt. I know um so he, he gets killed as he's trying to uh rescue baby yoda get him away from the imperials um and he dies like right before the ship basically yeah and i like you know the first time we saw it i was i was convinced he was you know he was gonna make it and then ig11 the the 
a droid was going to come out and, and, you know, rescue him. Nope, they just straight up killed him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was dark. Um, yeah. You know, earned, though, and, and powerful, a powerful kind of, kind of moment. Right. So. And you commented <clears throat> at the end of, I guess, the second episode that it was, it was nice that they closed it out by showing the little grave that Mando yeah. had, uh, created for him and um yeah i think he was a, a good character so i appreciated that they closed out his story and honored him in that way yeah yeah he he also had the the great kind of we uh learn more about his backstory which is something that's 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 great we learned that he was effectively a, a slave or an indentured servant right. um and had to be uh to pay off his clan's debt or something like that sure because uh, he is in conflict with kara who yeah, was they didn't like each other a rebel fighter he worked for the imperial side and it's it's just yeah it's uh, he it gives a nice little speech where he says you know i've i, I earned my freedom with the sweat of my brow and the work right. of my hands or something like yeah. that is it to to kara that he says i have a name it is quill uh no, that's to Mando. Oh, okay. Because uh, Mando uh, uh keeps calling him Ugnot, which is his species, so it'd be like saying uh, oh, rude. Yeah. But then again, I do call the Mandalorian Mando. But I mean, anyways, we that's that the Mandalorians point. aren't a species. This, right. Well, yeah, it's like a, I don't know, I don't know what to call it a a cult sort of thing. A creed. There, a creed. Sure. He says it's not a species; it's a creed. Right. Um, but yeah, when he when Quill said, "I have a name," just Quill was like, "Let him know, Quill." Yeah, let him know what's up. Yeah. I don't appreciate um, disrespecting my boy Quill. Um, but yeah, I mean, is it like Quill? Quill? Yeah, I, I forgot. Um, but uh, let's back up a little bit. Because uh, because of me, we've kind of jumped and gone straight to Quill, Quill. Um, but I mean, right away, beginning of the episode. Uh, the grief Karga, I finally learned his name this episode. Carl Weathers. Um, shows up telling Mando all these things. And I'm like, bro, this is a trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Why the, the, the hell would this dude want to work with Mando again? Like the last time they saw each other was this huge fight. And the other guy barely survived, probably. Yeah. Mando was effectively thought he killed him. Uh, but, but, he, but he had the... Uh like steel bar in, right. his, in his coat that blocked it. And I don't know, for me it wasn't clear whether Mando thought it was a trap or not, but that was my initial, like right away. I was like, nah, it's fishy. I feel like he, he, I feel like there may have been a line for that because that was why he went to go get Kara again and um, and then later Quill. Because mm-hmm. uh, he says, you know, you're you're my, my ace in the hole kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, and, and there was there was a nice bit where where he was talking with Kara, and originally he was all like, "Oh, you know, I'll pay you," and she says, "You know, sorry, I'm done fighting or you know, sure. fighting for pay or whatever." And then he says, "He's ex-imperial." And she goes, "I'm in," because oh, well, uh, go. old old wounds die hard, or old grudges die hard. Yeah, questions I have: Are the MMA lady Kara and him gonna get married next season? Okay, and oh, is Bebe Yoda? gonna have a mommy oh cute i i I do think my my favorite baby yoda scene might be in this episode in episode seven which is right before he like grabs the joystick and like nearly kills them all 
uh, oh, when, yeah. when he and he Kara are talking and you see at the top of the screen, he's like, first his little hands come down and then you see his head just kind of pop right. down and look around being like, all right, coast is clear. Right. And then he runs and gets on the feet. He's like, ah! That's exactly what a baby would do. But I, I think I said this while we were watching. I wonder if Baby Yoda knew it was a trap and was trying to uh, ruin that operation because he knows the same way how he intervened potentially with the communications, radio communications, a couple episodes with the bully people um, and uh, the robot guy. So I think Baby Yoda knows what's going on. I think he's got a couple tricks up his sleeve. We look at it like, oh, he's so cute. But he's a 50-year-old baby. You're going to tell me he doesn't know what's happening? Our viewers are not able to see the expression on my face right now. It is incredulous okay. let's say um yeah. yeah so that stuff goes down uh uh werner herzog's character gets straight up killed um yeah but that's a little later right? yeah well no it's at the end of the at the end of episode seven right um when they they try and uh trick him using uh baby yoda and then he was gonna you know i was gonna shoot him but then they get a message from the 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 real baddie who we were introduced to Los Pollos Hermanos <laughs> yes Giancarlo Esposito or or the, the character's name is Moff Gideon played by Giancarlo Esposito who is probably most known as Gus Fring from Breaking Bad so um, El Pollo Hermano the bro- chicken <laughs> the brother chi- the chicken brothers uh, yeah and, and I think he's a pretty pretty effective villain um, yeah. People are, are saying he's basically Gus Fring in space. I, I don't b- believe that. I think he he does a good job of kind of distinguishing the character from 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 Gus because Gus is you know, they're just very I don't know. I felt like they were uh, sufficiently distinguished. Uh, Moff Gideon's more like abrasive and like and direct and yeah yeah. I mean, he's not pretending to be anyone he's not yeah. and. I mean, I guess we could argue that in, in some all villains have like similarities, probably. Um, if we want to get into archetypes and all of that, I haven't taken an English class in nine years, so <laughs> I can't actually have a good discussion about those things because yeah. I already forgot what they all mean. But um, no, I think he does a fine job. He does have a a really nice BDE moment where when he's introduced, he just essentially drops the names of, of the three people who are in there he's all right. like jinjarin which is the name of which is mando's name right you know you know blah, blah, blah. i know you cara dune and grief Karga, and you're all like right. whoa right mando like pooped his pants in that moment probably yeah. he's like oh okay only like two people know my name so yeah. this is concerning that name um, has not been spoken since I... So that was his first BDE moment. The second BDE moment, which I feel was in the episode 8. I don't remember yeah. now. I can't tell the difference. Uh, was uh, when he was just walking through the field with while everybody was fighting. And he was just like, walk, walk. I don't care. I'm not scared. I'm not going to hide. And then he pulls out like a big gun or something and starts shooting people. Which is very much like the the famous scene in Breaking Bad where where Gus is walking towards the sniper. And he just keeps and he just keeps walking and the bullets keep hitting the ground in front of him and he just keeps going forward. I just I think I just remembered yeah. how, how the story went for him in Breaking Bad. 
that was a whole thing. <laughs> For whoever hasn't watched it, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, you need to. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, we we need to move on to the second part, the second yeah. episode. But before we do that, I wanted to mention two things really quick. Sure. Um, I loved how the bebe bebe tried to save his dad. His daddy from the mean lady when they oh, were arm yeah. wrestling. Yeah, that's a great scene. He was like, this woman is hurting my papa. I'm going to choke her out. And honestly, it was the most choking her to death. The adorable thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's... it's So there's... You are, are probably un, unfamiliar with this because you've never seen Star Wars. Bum, bum, bum. But... It's always kind of a joke. This the uh, the force, the kind of magical powers people have. It's always kind of a a standing joke that like, oh, why don't you use the force to get out of the situation? Because it's well, duh. It's, it's kind of like the yeah, it's the same thing in Harry Potter and really any kind of supernatural story where it's all like, why don't you use that? So this is a nice way to kind of get around that, which is he's which is it's a child who doesn't really understand what's going on, right? Uh, and um, so that's kind you know that's why he doesn't just use his powers all the time right right so yeah i mean this is an easy way out of that because he is a child um but yeah it was just so cute he tried to save him I and know, then he like... fell back so tired and then the other thing that i wanted to mention about this first episode was i don't know towards the end i was getting a lot of game of Thrones vibes i really <laughs> Uh, one of the scenes uh, reminded me of the part. Spoiler alert for if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, when Danny's on her um, uh, one of the dragons and uncharacter uncharacteristically decides she's gonna burn the whole town yes, down, kill everybody. Came out of left field. Didn't make sense. We don't have to get into that now. Um, but I in my notes I put, bro, I didn't know this was a Game of Thrones crossover episode. And then the other part that reminded me was when they were in the cave. Oh, so we missed another. There's just a lot. That happens yeah, a lot happens in the last episode. So part of the episode, um, they get into this like little battle situation, whatever. I don't remember the reason. But the point is, Grief Cargo gets injured. And ah. Baby Yoda comes out and does his little Baby Yoda magic. Bam, heals Grief Cargo. Right, yeah. And that's when Grief Cargo is like, Oh, this dude just saved my life. I was gonna betray yeah, Mando gonna betray earlier, him. but now that he's saved my life, maybe I shouldn't do that because I guess I have some morals. But but Psyche actually betrays the other people with whom with whom he was going to betray Mando. Right, right. So he, he um, switches the betrayal. But when they were in that little cave and when the whole fight started, something flew out one of their weird animal things, and I thought it was a dragon at first, and I was uh, like, Drogo? I don't know. But anyway. anyways, let's move on to the rest of the episode. Yeah. Bert can't stand me. I don't know how <laughs> we've made it this far in our relationship. Oh, but... it's a struggle. Our anniversary's um, coming up, by the way. Yeah, actually, in three days. Um, uh, if you want to send us money. Um, yeah, so the the last episode in the first season is directed by directed by Taika Waititi, who's a pretty big director. Um, and uh, he's the guy that did Thor Ragnarok. He did um, Hunt, uh, We Are uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Most recently, did Jojo Rabbit. Um, and yeah, it was it was very very well directed. The, the there was a lot of action. It was very exciting, very thrilling. Uh, when IG Eleven comes in and uh, who's also voiced by Taika Waititi, I should say, um, comes in. Uh, uh, to rescue them, he has Baby Yoda strapped to his back, and then Mando and Grief Cargo like pop out, and they're like bah, 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 firing, and then Mando gets injured, and you see he's bleeding, 
um, yeah, very just thrilling kind of stuff. The one thing that I that I will say is, and this is a kind of a plot hole, make the whole deal about how Moff Gideon wants Baby Yoda. He, I don't know if he knows that Baby Yoda is in the the uh, building with them, but he sends in the flamethrower guy, right. right? And so it's like he would kill Baby Yoda then. So I guess he 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 must not know that Baby Yoda's in there with them. Right. So yeah, going back to the whole thing with Quill. So these two droid dudes, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. a holes yeah. on this planet, <laughs> yeah, um, are the ones that capture the Bebe and the Bebe. They're, they're literally just terrible because they keep hitting him and it's just like really mean yeah. and i'm gonna cry if i think about it too much but baby yoda gets gets one back on them by biting right. the guy in the finger so we assumed that they were sending updates to um the chicken brothers dude um <laughs> but we we don't know for sure and maybe that's how he knew the the status of what was happening but then those two individuals were killed hurt by the droid okay. by the Just, robot yeah. droid dude not the droid no yeah, it was a droid they're not yeah. uh, the the two people i was talking about they're not droids they're stormtroopers these are all new terms for me sorry yeah. y'all um send hate mail too uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i i thought maybe you know if he loses a connection with them sure. uh, he assumes that they the baby has been captured and maybe it's elsewhere I don't know, but no, you. I, it, I agree with you. It's kind of unclear why he would continue to move forward and burn up the the building if Baby Yoda was in there. My assumption was just that he thought, I'm going to bring out this big fire thing. They're going to run out. Either they're going to stay in there and die or they're going to try to escape. So I'm just going to smoke them out. But he doesn't... Force them out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It... Ultimately, it's not really that important. Um, it's it's the second kind of Baby Yoda intervening to save the day moment. He uh, catches the fire and kind of shoots it back at them and then falls over all tired. Question. Answer. Because we have to wrap up relatively soon. <laughs> yeah. But um, so Mando gets hella injured yeah. and the droid helps him out because he can't show his face in yeah. front of humans, etc. Why didn't Baby Yoda try to help his papa? Because he was passed out then. That was oh, why. Because he stopped the fire. Yeah, because he stopped the fire and then he fell back and was like. Taking a little nap. Yeah. Nap. Yeah. Dang. Was exhausted. That's, yeah, I thought the same thing and, and okay. watching it the second time, I was like, oh, okay, that's why. What is this? Um, It's the Mandalorian Bay. Okay. But yeah, we have to actually wrap it up. Um, uh, So important to cover kind of at the end the the rest of the series was really set up by the armor lady who's kind of like the priest of the mandalorians mm -hmm. uh who, who basically says hey you know he's a uh this child or there's the great line show me the one whose safety uh how was it show me the one whose safety led to such destruction or whose safety whose safety needed such destruction Right. Um, and she sees him and is immediately smitten by him, like all breed, like all creatures, um, and uh, basically says, "Hey, there's this race of sorcerers called Jedi, and you must return him to them, and you are as its father." And then it's like, "Oh, no, yeah." yeah. And uh, sorry, you may have just mentioned this, so forgive me if I'm repeating what you just said. 
but when he thought he was gonna die, he gave Kara yeah. the little necklace yeah, to give to the baby. And then at the end, he was baby Yoda was wearing the little necklace yeah. that his daddy passed down to him. Even though his daddy's not dead, well, his biological one is potentially. We don't know actually. Yeah. It's unclear. Um, but it was just all very cute, and it makes me wonder if, if uh, season two again. We haven't watched it yet, so we don't know. If um we're gonna like be exposed to a whole planet of baby Yodas or something, because if that is the case, I am not emotion. I do not have the emotional capacity for that. I hope not. I hope not. I mean, it's. It... Or like maybe it's not a whole planet because that would be overkill, but like one more, or maybe would they would they? I don't know the 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 Star Star Wars right? Yes, the Star Wars story i was about to say star trek i'm sorry yeah. almost said lord of the rings too. <laughs> um does the real the og yoda like does he make it through the story spoiler alert uh no he does have natural causes he's like okay a so, thousand years old so there's no chance that they would bring him into the story probably well some people are saying that baby yoda is his 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 reincarnation okay because timeline wise, well timeline wise it wouldn't really match up because it, it would have been like know 20 years when but not like 50 it's not you know out of the realm of possibility sure um uh yeah but you know there are supposedly other creatures like that as well anyway yeah but last thing i want to say before we wrap up there were a (laughs) lot of things we didn't get to unfortunately but last um parting words i have for you always confirm that the body is dead y'all yes always confirm yes first time around we watched this I knew this dude wasn't dead. The what's his name again? The mean dude, the chicken dude. Oh, uh, uh Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. I knew he wasn't dead. We saw that oh, yeah, ship yeah. crash down, but we didn't see a oh, body. And then yeah, guess absolutely, what? Absolutely, he just yeah. crawls out next to the little Dementor people. He's just a lightsaber. <laughs> Um, not even, that man didn't even have a freaking scratch on his forehead. Yeah, he uses a lightsaber to cut his, which which is interesting that he uses a lightsaber, so maybe, I don't know. Is that not like a common tool people can get their hands on in this universe? It's this, it's signify, it's, um, uh, uh, the sigil of the Jedi. So, uh, and the Sith who are like the evil counterparts of them, basically. Can he not be a Jedi, dude? Uh, he could be. That seems to kind of be the implication. Okay. Um, well, see, I didn't catch that because I'm not familiar yeah. with this universe. So. Yeah. So, so that was so it was kind of a kind of a big thing at the end. There. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm... Yeah. Check the dead for dead bodies. Confirm, because if not, you're gonna be in for some odd surprises. And guess yeah. what? We're probably gonna see this guy in season two. Oh, we better. Abby. Oh, we better. I, lo- I love Giancarlo Esposito. I like the character a lot. I- I I hope we do. I don't understand why I don't memorize his name, especially since I have a relative with that name. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, that's all we got for you today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for mm-hmm. going on this journey with us. Yeah. The Mandalorian Season 1. Yeah, please stick around with us as we start on the journey of Mandalorian Season 2. Yes, and this one will be totally fresh because we have no idea yeah. of what's going to happen beyond uh, the trailers. Sure. So Odds are by the time you're listening to this, by the time we upload it, we'll have already seen the first episode of the next season. Probably. And maybe in the process of recording that, so you won't have to wait long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Make sure to follow us on the social medias. Yeah. And by the social medias, I mean Twitter. 
uh, um, at Bert Jackie. And if you want to send us an email, because that's more your vibe, send us an email at JackieAndBert19 at gmail.com. Yes, and please support us if you can, if you want to. Yes. Um, and uh, tell your friends about uh, America's uh, sweethearts. Uh, yes, the... the best way you can support us is by sharing uh, our podcast yeah. so that more people can listen to it. And so that we can grow and we can keep making quality content for you, especially as the winter approaches and you're going to be inside cuddled under your blankets. You're going to need our sultry voices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to keep you warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, that must be protected at all costs. (gasps) Bye. Thank you. Bye.